Hey, uh, before Danny introduces podcast today, this is Pearl sneaking in here to say the way we do podcasts, uh, we record ahead of time. So today you're going to hear a podcast that we recorded well over a week ago, and I have some more news, and it's really big news. Hey, yeah, so Grandma! I wanted to chime in here and say um, I'm a grandmother for the second time. My daughter-in-law, Kahuru, and my son, Bowen, had a beautiful baby boy, Finn He's Barrett. A miracle. He is a miracle. He's born emergency C-section a month early. He was footling breech, and that little foot was in the birth canal when she woke up bleeding, but Thank the Lord. It was fantastic. He's so strong. He is doing well. He's nursing, feeding, no oxygen. And right now, and I'm in. Mummy's healing amazingly. I am in prissy. That's what I call myself, my grandma name. I am in prissy like heaven. You can, you know what little toddlers say, right? They can't say prissy, but just I won't spell it out. I will answer to whatever they call me. If it is the P-I-S-S word, A-P-I-S-S-Y, that's me. I'm coming when you call, you know? Even when I call you that? No. Hey, also today, and you're going to listen to Dr. Lucky here. Um, He's our special guest. Oh, get his book. It's incredible. Um, some things today you might not agree with. Hey, we don't agree with everything. No, that's the case in every book and what everyone says. You might not agree with everything Serena and I and Danny say. But still, the basics today are, they can be really life-changing. So, um enjoy today's podcast this is the party with serene and pearl get it right p-o-d-d-y women and men boys and girls welcome back to another episode of the trim healthy podcast with serene pearl danny and today's latest special guest dr thomas lucky welcome to the show sir uh, dr thomas lucky he practices from an integrative am i saying that right integrative or integrative integrative Okay, well, I'd say integrative, but whatever rest of the world, an integrative medicinal approach, okay, Mm -hmm. combining the best in holistic and traditional medicine. He graduated from Mississippi State University in the field of biological sciences, University of Mississippi School of Medicine, and finished his internal medicine residency at the University of Tennessee College of Medicine in Chattanooga. Um, wow, doctor. Yeah, but why do we have him here, Danny? All that to say, okay, yes, he's a doctor, but we could have any doctor here and they're not here. We have Dr. Lucky here for a special reason. And, um, we, I, we got these two books in the, in the mail and I'm one for Serene, one for me with a little. Who gave them to us? It was Dr. Lucky himself. You are yourself, Dr. Lucky. Pearl, blessings and health. And he called Thomas Lucky. And I'm like, who's this guy? What's this book? It's called Unleashing the Healing Miracle Within. I thought, I probably won't read that. You know, we get books sent from a lot of people. And I'm just like, put it on the shelf. Then we were going on vacation with the family. I thought, I'm going to take that and have a look at it. Well, I st- well and also I took looked around, looked at the back picture. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it looks like he might be kind of normal. I don't know. Maybe I won't read it. But then I read it and I'm like, this guy is not normal. Well, I told I you to read book. it because I started reading it on the vacation. I couldn't stop. I, my children were annoyed at me. I kept reading it out to them. Listen, listen to this, guys. And so I, I finished the whole thing, read in one sitting. We were traveling from Nashville to Florida. I just read the whole thing. And then um, I told Serene, read the book. And then you came over to visit me yes. like 24 hours later. No, back when I was back. Oh, because we you were on vacation. Not too. 20. Yes, exactly. And 
<laughs> you'd normally come over and I'm in the middle yeah. of the thick of it in my yeah. house, right? Yeah. Homeschooling, like my bread, my hands in bread yeah. dough or something, just busy. You came over and I was on a lawn chair with bare feet, with my yeah. feet in the grass. Yes. Reading this book, grounding Barefoot as I was reading. The grass. I was like so inspired by just the just the Sorry. simplicity of the truth that he had to share here and just the simple simple technique. Well, we're going to let you say hello, Dr. Lucky. You can actually speak. <laughs> Does he get to speak on this episode or do we just have him here as like a little totem? Talk about him. <laughs> well, oh, I'm enjoying oh. every minute. Hey, Dr. Lucky, I have a lot of questions for you. Um, I, I, I have things that you've said that I want to speak and I want you to elaborate on them. Um, you actually, he read out all, all those names about MD, internal medicine and stuff, but you don't call yourself that. What do you call yourself? Well, to be perfectly honestly, a transformational physician. And don't I love that term? Does that not go with the butterfly? A TP. Transformational physician because you're taking someone somewhere and they're ending up somewhere else healthier. Flap the butterfly. Yes. <laughs> I want to read on page five, You. this is what got me and started to draw me into the book. Once labeled as a certain medical disease, it has a snowball effect on the emotions and heart of a patient who now has to try to live down to it rather than live up to it, his, uh, live up to his full potential of health. So the labels that so many people are getting every day, labels of this, you have Hashimoto's or you have the can you, know you the labels we put on our children? Oh, yeah. You're autistic, you're yeah. this, you're that. So this label, you actually have this. You actually have this condition, arrhythmia. You have high blood pressure, all these. Can you elaborate on that? And what do you do with labels in your practice? And before he does, oh, before he does, I'm just going to say one thing. Okay. Just to quote him. But he needs one, he needs one question for one comment. It, no, okay. it goes with your all question. Right. <laughs> and then he's going to elaborate. But listen to this because this is my first thing I underline in the book. Okay. You're allowed to. Yeah, it's the rules of the game. You read your first thing, I read my first thing, then boom. Okay? He says, what I do is akin to brainwashing a patient with hope <laughs> and healing the hopeless feeling within their heart. It is their own bodies that start the healing, what the heart believes the body can do. So that's why he is a transformational doctor because he brainwashes the patient with hope. I love it. There you go, Dr. Lucky. Go for it. Absolutely. What we look at things is from the heart perspective instead of the mind perspective or the brain perspective, the logical analytical perspective, but the creativeness. We are creative beings. Our heart is a created being. And uh, so when people come to see me and they are given labels, they're in the spider web of life. And what I mean is that they're thrown in that and they dig into their internet, they Google search, they do all these fine searches looking to see what this label means. And they're really just getting themselves deeper and deeper into a designation or a diagnosis that has no power except the name that's behind it. And so what we like to do is to step back and see the big picture it's like flying in an airplane. You, if you're on the ground, everything looks so so dangerous and threatening and all this is going on. But when you fly above like an eagle or an airplane, you see it all. And then you see the simplicity of what it really represents. And that's what labels are all about. They put people in bondage to their condition and they take ownership 
to it. They make a, I talk about in the book, a contract. And when you make a contract, that contract is binding. If you go and you go to a grocery store and you buy something, you get with money, then you get a receipt that says, I have bought this process. So when you go to see a physician, you have bought and you have taken ownership of that label. And that label now has power. Indeed, the authority that speaks over you has power. So when we have a patient that is hopeless, we try to give them hope by standing back and saying, okay, don't live in denial of your condition. We're not asking for for you to live in denial. We're asking you to recognize this this is just a constellation of symptoms. That's where they come up with the disease. We have to step back and say, what is the root of this problem? Is it because of uh, emotional problems or spiritual problems with that person and their beliefs, which is about 80 to 90 percent of our problems today anyway? That's amazing. Or is it physical or is it uh, in the aspect of minerals and vitamins or just food? Because if we eat the right kinds of food, we have no need to even take mm-hmm. the minerals and vitamins because God has already provided it to us. Yeah, you talk in the book and you talk about how the body is designed to heal. You cut yourself, you heal. But then we look at big things that sometimes we are labeled with like, oh, you have endometriosis or... Um, you know, you have irritable bowel syndrome, but we don't look at that that can heal because it's on the inside and it's dark and it's scary and, oh, we just can't heal from that. But, like, talk about how we're created to heal, Dr. Lucky. Well, I always look at things from a perspective of we are earth and God created image. He made us in his image, in his likeness, and God created the earth. And God blew into man's nostril, and he became a living soul. So that breath, that inspiration that God breathed into us allows us to also have a part divinity ourselves as well, the I am. And so so the whole issue with things is we can look at things from a spiritual perspective or a physical perspective, And it's all the same thing when you think about it. We are earth. We are soul. We are soul. So if I look at creation, I look at God and what he has created, and then I look at the earth, his creation, they should mimic the two. And that's the way I practice medicine. It's simplicity. It's not complexity. Health should be so simple, and Mm. miracles happen every day. We're all miracles in ourselves in the first place. Absolutely. I I think we stop believing, and that's the issue. bingo, Pearl. I want to quote from... um, Can we just say the name of the book? Because people I know are Googling right now. Unleashing the Healing Miracle Within. Unleashing the Healing Miracle Within with Dr. Lucky. It's amazing. A belief can heal or harm. Believe that your life is coming to an end in eight days and you will not even try to prevent it. Your subconscious will do everything it can to make it come true. On the other hand, believe that you can get over some illness that has been plaguing you. And even conventional medical practice agrees that it is at least half the battle. Belief has started wars, won causes, and both created and cured large-scale suffering. And it's true. And and he's talking about simplicity. What page was that on? Uh, page um, 13. He's talking about simplicity. And I believe at the, at the first 
rung of the ladder. Maybe I'm wrong, and Dr. Lucky, just tell me I'm wrong and give me the other first. But I believe the first is where your belief is. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Belief is, if you look at the word belief, it has a lie in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people believe things that are not in alignment with their own lives. It's somebody else's life that's passed down. It's their parents, their mm-hmm. grandparents, it's their friends. And uh, we need to always reevaluate our beliefs all the time because they can sabotage the direction that we're going. What happens when you believe you can't heal versus you believe you can heal, Dr. Lucky, that you've seen in your practice? And when someone comes to you and let's just say they've been diagnosed with something and you see miracles all the time, you call them miracles, but people get well that come to see you because you install this belief. But what, how, what do you say to change their minds about their current beliefs? They say, okay, let's, let's for example, I can come to you and I'll, I'll say, um, you know, I, I have endometriosis, I have a PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. No, I don't have that, but pretend I'm saying that to you. What are you going to say to me? Well, when people come to see me, I am a little bit unique I never ask them what their problem is hmm. Yay. because I don't want them focusing on their problem. <laughs> they go to the doctor and they focus on their problem. Yeah. Their problem is not usually their problem. The what? problem is That's deep profound, down that, here. That, that, that line there. See, so you have your brain, which is logical, analytical. It runs off of fear. It Senses? runs off anxiety, stress. Yes. It runs off the past, what's happened to me in my life. I want people to live in the present when they walk in the door. I don't know them from Adam's house cat is what I like to tell them. Mm. And But the whole issue, I sit there to evaluate them, and then I tell them about their life. I mm. tell them where they actually have come from, what has happened in the, in the womb, and then it it resonates with their heart because the heart is it's going to win out always. It's always in control. And this is where our beliefs are. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So as we think, we don't think with our brain. We think with our heart. And it is dealing with everything. And it's always in the present tense. It's not operating out of the past tense. It's operating in the now. And because uh, if we actually are up here We're operating out of the past or the future, and really the past and the future does not exist. It's all present tense. That's why God is omnipresent. He's Mm -hmm. throughout your present. He could care less about what happened yesterday or tomorrow, but we can take the past and really mess up our future by actually living there. We have to let go of that. So I want them to let go of that because I call it the heart drive, not the hard drive, but the heart drive. That's where our thoughts, that's where our beliefs resonate. I talk about in the book and book an operating system. You can get your operating system corrupted by the thoughts, the viruses that you allow to penetrate that are not your thoughts in the first place. They're just they're just random thoughts that people we get exposed to and we begin to resonate with. Actually. Uh, you do, do you believe thoughts that line up with God's words are that powerful? Like, you know, obviously we've got a lot of people, you know, struggling right now. Let's just say someone, and this is a diagnosis, but people living in this real world and some of them can't get to see you, right? Right. You live in Mississippi, you know, so what if we've got someone in New Jersey listening right now and she's just been diagnosed by the medical community with, you know, breast cancer, stage two. Now, 
you know, that's something that her body's dealing with. It right. has a lump. They might do chemo, radio, and, you know, as you say, all things can help. But uh, thoughts that line up with God's word, can they heal that? Absolutely. 100%. Do you see that? All the time. All the time. Almost every day. Wow. And have you seen in your practice, too, thoughts that do not line up with the Word of God, negative thoughts, thoughts of death, because the thief comes to steal, steal mm. kill, and destroy, but God has come to give life, right? And so if the, the, they're lining up with the negative side, do you see healing that, that has taken place beautifully with a positive, well, not a positive thing, but a person who's thinking godly thoughts, right? Because positive thinking only goes so far. Mm-hmm. Right. Have you seen just like stagnated, like, limbo a healing where it's just it's not it's not healing it's just basically eh, stuck in the rut of their issue he doesn't know I don't what you're understand what you're saying <laughs> oh. <laughs> she, she, she asked, asked <laughs> it in a so, serene way so she freaky. means let me, let that me. if they don't if someone doesn't change their thought processes there, can they it. be healed is what i'm saying they've seen oh, it in the if positive they're, if they're in the rut of their thoughts yeah. their belief systems that are corrupted I see very little chance of healing, but on the other other side is, like I said, when they come to see me, I don't go down that pathway in the first place of their disease process. Now, in the end, we integrate everything, but I want them to see it from their heart. Mm. I want to penetrate, like like Mm. you said, brainwash their heart into believing because it builds faith for them to t- see me and yeah. to talk to me about their condition, not knowing anything about them in the first place, right. and tell them the events that happen in their life and th- them not knowing anything. So yeah. then at that level, your body can heal just like that instantaneously. But you obviously, it. and you you feel gifted in this thing that God has given you and you deal, deal with this. But you know what I'm saying is if someone can't see you, you know, and they're dealing with just this, their brain's been washed in another way. Well, that's, that's why I wrote my book, yeah. actually, for in the exactly. first place. Because I get tired of people suffering. They're going through tremendous hardship, and they're really being deceived in a way. Uh, like, like she mentioned here, Serene did, the devil, the thief cometh, but they still kill and destroy, but I come to give you life. There's two pathways you can take. Well, the system is based off a of lack, want, need, or perceived need, while God's system here, the, the creation system, the creator system, is based off of love, peace, joy, fulfillment, abundant, excessiveness. Mm. You know, it's the other system is based off of standard of care. God's system is based off of uniqueness, empowerment. That's the system that I choose to live in, is in God's system, and that's what the book actually details, how to live in God's system. And regardless of what you believe, regardless of anything, we all have the typical background of a person that is God's creation, if we believe in any type, or even atheists. I've actually seen people, atheists, heal because if you just open up a little wiggle room in your heart, actually, to receive that you're just not going to say, well, this can't happen. If a person says this can't happen and it won't happen, it will not happen because your tongue mm-hmm. is the rudder to the ship. It will direct you. The words that you speak are powerful. 
Absolutely. So you speak mm-hmm. positive words and you have positive belief systems that you anchor those in. Regardless of what you believe, you can go in a positive direction. But if you speak negative words into a positive belief system, you have to work on it, but you still may see benefit. But you, if you speak negative words in a negative belief system, you're probably never going to see benefit um, from anything. And before we – I want that's, to get into see, some that's – what, That's what my weird – question was about yeah. before what i was trying to say is the reason why i see belief at the beginning of the of the ladder is all these wonderful things you say at the end of the book certain rife machines and you know i don't know exactly if it was right but there was all kinds of electrical magnetic right. amazing machines and there was glyconutrients and there was um uh kind of um ozone therapy and all this stuff and and diet suggestions and if they do all that but have a negative belief system, my question was to you, you've seen, you haven't seen the healing, right? You've seen only a stagnation. The only thing I can say in that benef- uh, situation is some of these devices are crutches. Mm-hmm. That's what, you are the best device there is, the yeah, human body. We, we don't that. need That's anything in the first place. Yeah. Anything, and, but you don't need the external world. Well, you don't need doctors. Your body is designed to do the magic. If you and that's one yourself. thing you said. And you said a lot of times we go to doctors and they give us medicine and stuff. And it, it, it we were like, oh, well, that worked. Well, your body was actually healing anyway. <laughs> it just took some time to get there. I'm not speaking against doctors. And there's wonderful medicines. And there's an integrative right. approach, right? And before we want to get into some of your steps, because oh, I love some of them that we're going to talk about practically on how to get well. But um, I want to... Some people might be thinking we have a Christian audience and we have people listening that aren't Christians. And then you just talked about, I can tell, I, someone comes up to my office, I can tell them things about their life. You know, people might thinking, who is this guy? Is this voodoo? Is this weird new age business? And they're hearing about ozone and rife and magnetic. And they're like, are you a big new ager? What's, what are you talking about here? I am a big old ager. Okay. <laughs> That's the whole issue behind yeah. this. This is old medicine. Yeah. This has been around thousands of years, and uh, and it's biblically compliant uh, with uh, with the way God has designed us to be. We live so far below our potential. God has gifted us all, but we are so brainwashed in believing that things can't happen. So true. See, there's a condition mm-hmm. called beriberi, and it's a vitamin B1 deficiency. It's based off a of thiamine deficiency. But the word means, I can't, I can't, I can't. And it promotes heart failure, for mm. goodness sakes. So a lot of people are walking around here with broken hearts. Mm. And, and so we try to help people mend their broken heart. And give them that hope because when their heart is mended, then they do have hope. Yeah. And it's like the first chapter that I tell people to read in that book is actually chapter eight. The the last chapter, the faith chapter, Mm. because that is really what gets people healed in the first place. I like to say that healing begins just like nature is from top to the bottom and the inside out. And you get sick. From the bottom up and the outside in. So we have to be careful who we communicate with. Mm. Our, I call them parasites essentially because they're not, they're not, uh, organism. They're people. They're mm. things that we allow to, to, uh, disturb our inner 
being. We have to take care of the soul, but we have to take care of the soul as well because you have what it needs. If you give it what it needs spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, you can heal from any condition. It doesn't matter what the label is, the diagnosis, the designation. I've seen it all. In my life, so you've seen incurable cancers and things like Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Then what do you say? You know, when you when it bring when a heart, these are the hard things. You know, Serene's son has been through stage four cancer, and we believe it was through prayer, belief, but it was a multitude of things. He got medical help, and that was part yeah, of it which too. Which we was called a slow responder to. Yeah, he was and when called. he was not taking the medicine, was when he saw most of his healing. Yes. just to say that. Yeah, exactly. But um, but I believe I believe God was was gave him his miracle and it just took time for the harvest yes but you know all i'm saying is there's people facing things and what have you seen incurables cured sure can i say one thing though just really quickly because you mentioned arden and i want to say one thing yes god totally healed him but he walked in a positivity i believe which was a gift from the lord when he was in hospital receiving treatment um, the doctors would be like, you need to take this more seriously. Yeah. And he'd be telling them jokes. Mm-hmm. I think one of his doctors was Dr. Such and Such. He called him Dr. Pistachio instead of Dr. Pistachui or whatever his name was. He like, Wait, you know, this is a Dr. real person, Pistachio. right? Yeah. Sorry, Dr. Anyway. Yeah, but the point being is, <laughs> yeah, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. They, they, had, they had a good friendship. But the point is, is he saw the humor, the side of it. And, and, oh, I know, I wanted and to go I into wanted that. to read too a line in here when you talk about my methods are about compassion, empathy, and patience. Healing is not about diagnosing, labeling, and taking expensive medication. It is about humor. And you go on from there. But I feel like when people uh, are not so bogged down in the anguish of it all, they are on the right plane for healing. And so Arden Pearl, remember, would be like, how are you feeling? And he's like, what? Great. Amazing. He never took the time to try and go through the senses to to think about really how badly he felt. And I feel like... I feel like that is a total key that for healing there has to be that positivity and that humor because that's the right and then mm. like you said it's old age well, but in, fact, in the new Dr. age we're the right vibration. You have a whole <laughs> point on and you call it laughing and it's part of your se- uh, seven steps to healing. Laughter is actually your one of your prescriptions. Um, and this, I loved it. What you said, um, laughter improves the immune system by 40% and oxygenation increases from the gulping of the air that you do while laughing. And just 10 minutes of laughing a day is what it takes. And you, then you say, there are 15 different facial muscles involved in laughing that you would not use otherwise. The act of laughing improves oxygenation in the body, balances hormone levels and, um, the adrenal glands and serotonin. You go on and on about it. And you even have a laughter file, right? You encourage right. people to yes. keep a yes. funny stuff and you yes. say start your day <laughs> with laughter. Ten, I, I before you even eat breakfast. <laughs> really was great medicine for my soul. Every 10 minutes. One, I had a really hard day the other day. My family had a spew bug and it was going through and it was just like, uh, you know, just clean up, clean up, clean up. And I just kept playing. The Danny dance. <laughs> and it was the medicine for the bug, Danny. Uh, yeah. We got over that quickly. But my mum told us a story. Hold on. we got to tell people where to find oh, the, the Danny dance. The Danny dance. <laughs> the Danny dance Danny can be found. Fa- or Instagram. You, you're on Insta, right? Well, yeah, Facebook. you could Yeah, you could, you could. could find it on Instagram. Or It was to do with how the health podcast was number one. Well, you know, did you share it on the Trim Healthy Mama yeah. page? Well, yeah, it's on there. It's on yeah. my Facebook page. It's on, uh, I think, your Instagram, too. 
Well, see, I love the fact that you brought that up, Pearl, about what you said, Dr. Lucky, that laughter is medicine. Well, science backs up the Bible. The Bible said it first, right? Merry heart. heart doeth good like medicine. No, but mum, our, our mum told us a story when we were growing up, and she said it so many times to all of us. Now she tells the grandchildren. She's like, oh, I know a man in, in, you know, in New Zealand, in our town, and, and he had stage four cancer. He was given two weeks to live. That was it. And apparently he was like, well, I've only got two weeks. I'm going to make them the best two weeks of my life. And he went and rented all the funniest movies that he could uh, like think of. And he sat down for a two-week movie marathon and he laughed himself better. He went back. The cancer was gone. No way. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know if that was in her, in her little town, but it was someone she knew. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. May I ask some questions? Yes, you can. I, I'm just over here wondering. So, um, is it sounds like people come to your practice for physical healing in their body, but they get, in addition to, some, it sounds like, some of the te- technological things you use to heal them, it sounds like they also get uh, mindset coaching. Right. Is, is that yes, right too? Yes. And so how far can the mindset, how far can we take this? I mean, can it be a true alternative to surgery? You know, can, you know, can people escape death? I mean, how, how deep does this go? Well, I'll give you one example here. I had a lady just recently, several months ago now, actually, but she come in and she had so many tumors in her uterus. They call them seven plus tumors. And she was supposed to have surgery the next, well, that Friday. And uh, she was really bad shape off. And, uh, and uh, she was bleeding all the time, had severe pain. And I don't know how much faith she had about being healed uh, about her condition. But she left. And uh, after being with us, our visits are quite extensive. Our visits can take all day long. And one person actually, because we usually get to see them one time. Uh, really? Because that's essentially they come from all over the United States, oh. and so it's not like they can come back in two or three weeks. But what happened with the woman was that in about two days she called. She said, "Well, I'm feeling a little better." In about three days, she called and asked my wife, "Is it medically possible to release?" And I don't like saying lose. Uh, release 11 pounds, feel great, no abdominal pain, uh, no evidence of how I release this weight, and no bleeding. And I said, well, it's not medically possible, but it's God possible. Mm -hmm. And I said, you've just received your healing. So she canceled her surgery, and she came back a couple months later, and she said she felt like a 14-year-old, and everything was totally normal now. So she did not need any surgery. It all disappeared just like that. So, And do you believe that this is the power of God or the power of the brain and the body to heal itself? I believe it's the power of God who created us with the body. It's in, it's in his blueprint. So he's built this body in a way that it will heal itself, that it really does not need much help. It's like animals. They cut themselves all the time. They go in the woods. They don't run off to see doctors. Uh, they either heal or they die. But the whole issue is the body is a self-healing 
entity. And if we give it what it needs again, and a lot of people are living off of life experiences that are not true in the first place. So like you mentioned the word cancer, I don't even believe in any of that terminology. Really? Because that terminology is not true. It defines something that's hard, it's difficult. You look at a crab, see there's power in that word and, and accepting that word. Because it's hard to crack a crab open and eat it. Oh, and it. cancer is yeah, the it crab. It goes yes. deep okay. down underneath the surface, and it's hard to get a hold of it. Why don't we rename it? Because where the person oh. that names it, that's where the power at. From the lips that speak the word, that's where the power really comes from. So what would you call if someone's having the symptoms or they've been diagnosed with stage two and you're going to see things on ultrasounds and all of this? What do you say to them? How do you encourage them to rename it? Or See, see that's only on a physical basis. That's not on a spiritual basis at all. You've got to blind them to seeing that because, see, this is where doubt originates is from the eyes. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we go to the heart of the matter, and there's no need for the eyes to see all that fear and anxiety and stress and everything is behind that. And we teach them ways of how to deal with this process so they can truly heal. The problem with people healing is the environment they live in. They go talk to their relatives who lives in fear, and they mean good. They go talk to the doctor who lives in fear because there's no cure for it. See, the key is there's a cure for everything. It's just not from this world. It's so from another kingdom. Interesting when you when you said that it sparked a verse, not by my not my power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And it's the spirit, right? right. That, that's the spirit's in us. Yeah, mm. and you know, um, the divine spark that took place at creation. See, I believe in creation. I'm not shy about that. I'm not shy about God and the power of God. And but but people, they can they can think in a positive manner. And they can have beliefs in a positive manner and they can heal as well because regardless of what you believe, the facts are the facts. If I'm wrong, it still works anyway. If I'm <laughs> right, it works anyway. So what's the harm? Yeah. I do want to say one thing just to clarify. Um, I feel like you're saying this is an incredible way to to begin your healing and you're also saying some people – have issues because of negative thinking but we're we're not saying that all sickness is from because you have from negative thinking because you got some two-year-old who's running around thinking of lollipops and daisies mm. and has leukemia right yeah. so the devil's come to kill steal and destroy it's a fallen world there's sickness there's right. illness and it happens to the most joyful lady at the baptist church who mm. makes donuts for everybody right yeah but this is a way of healing this is a beginning step this is I just wanted to clarify, we're not trying Absolutely. to be all off in the fairies and saying, all sickness is from negativity. No, no, I know Dr. Lucky's not saying that, but I want to clarify that I'm not saying it if I've come across that way. I do want to ask you another question. Laughter has been um, one of your remedies. We've also talked about some of the machines and you're like, well, that's secondary because the body is the first machine. Uh, but this is another uh thing you, you choose to have people do and I want to ask you about it but um, just to instigate it you talk about visualization and we were talking about cancer and how it's a big deal and kind of you know it's a crab you get the yeah. crab right hard to get and to. Uh, you've said that you encourage um, some of your people or maybe that one of the people one of your patients came up with a pac-man visualization yeah. of eating up all the abnormal cells yeah. talk about visualization talk about how you see that as helpful well, I like to go to, to the source, which is the heart. 
By the way, if you look at the heart, it hardly never, ever has cancer connected to it. It's true. Because it is where you get CoQ10 from. Okay. And CoQ10 is so important, actually, as an antioxidant and providing energy. So if your heart is strong... But we look at it from the emotional aspect of the heart as well. So the physical aspect and the emotional aspect. So when you look at the heart and you visualize, not from your eyes, but from your heart, you've got to see from your heart. And when you see from the heart, it's all based off of creativity. It's based off of laughter. It's based off of music. It's based off of being in the heart mindset instead of the brain mindset so the funnier things are the more (laughs) ridiculous they are the more out of proportion things are and you you close your eyes and and you put your hands over your heart because touch is so important Mm -hmm. other people's touch just touching people can Mm -hmm. heal people actually anybody can do this it doesn't take a physician and and the nurses have the best opportunity Mm -hmm. there is because they are around touch and doctors we don't do a lot of touching. Right. We sit and write notes and go yeah. talk to the patient, but there's power in that touch. So and so true. when we look at things from a visualization standpoint, we're actually seeing things with our heart and our heart goes beyond what our mind or our brain can conceptualize. And it responds and it goes in that direction of healing because where do our thoughts come? They come again from our hearts. That's where our belief systems are at as well. And that's why people today, they're brain dead and, and they, they recover because they're not dealing with a brain. This is just a transmitter and a receiver. The heart is in control. So when they resolve emotional trauma and, and mm. spiritual issues that actually happen in their life because they've been told they were worthless, they never mount anything, mm. you're no good, and all this negative programming as a child because our heart is programmed when we're a child. Mm. It's not programmed as an adult. And so we're all running off of childhood programs. We have to take those programs, reframe them, and and visualization is a great way of doing that. You see it in your heart, and you believe it because it comes from your heart. One way it helped me when I first read that, um, you know, you talked about cancer cells, people visualizing them. You said, try to look at look at them, completely relook when you consider uh, a, an aspect of your body that has had, you know, is in trouble. And look at the little cells. Maybe now they'll, instead of, you know, all worried, instead of in decay, they're laughing. They're having a great time. A few years back, I had a thyroid issue and, um, and, you know, they said I had Graves disease and I took the medicine and all that. And then, and then I start, decided to walk out of it. And there was a little nodule there. And, I, and then I'd always like get scared thinking about that nodule. Then I read your book and I'm like, oh no, when I think about my thyroid now, I actually envision all these little happy thyroid cells. They <laughs> are laughing. They're having the best time. They are the healthiest little cells in the world. And that really helped me get rid of the fear. Right. Yeah. So the thyroid has to do with the expression. Mm. Vocalization. It's a spiritual organ. That's interesting. So say somebody did have a thyroid issue, negative things they say all day maybe about, oh, I've got this, I've got Hashimoto's, or I've got Graves, or, you know, is that even a a deeper connection to the spoken word to the thyroid issue than even a a regular issue? Yes, absolutely. Wow. And uh, so really that if you look at the heart embryologically, what you see, it descends from the back of the tongue. 
down into the chest cavity. So really? that, that puts it into perspective of what the Word of God said. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. So hold so on, it's say connected. again. The t- and just the with heart. all diligence, watch over the heart because out of it flows the issues of life. Well, right. so the yeah. heart is actually almost descends from the tongue, part of the heart cells. Right. That's where it comes and it pulls the nerves back down into the chest cavity. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Because, you know, the spoken word thing, we've been, we've been talking about it quite a bit here on this podcast, and I'm such a believer about it. Sometimes I feel like I, I sound, I'll sound like a loony if I speak out what I want to speak out all day because I've got a lot of people around me all the time. So I think a lot of great things, think a lot of positive things. But the spoken word is more powerful, correct? And, and, and I've read once, and I would like to know if you have read anything about it, how when you speak aloud, you're inner ear hears and feeds your spirit because you know um why do we have an inner ear and an outer ear because when you plug your your ears plug your outer ear you hear yourself differently and that's what's speaking to you i don't know if i'm making sense to you but absolutely you see the order that god has designed us with our eyes are a little bit above our ears our ears are a little bit above our nostrils our nostrils are a little bit above our mouth then you see the per- the importance of that, two eyes, two ears, and one mouth. So we have to be careful <laughs> what mm. we speak. Speak is very, very important in this whole issue. So so when we speak these things that, uh, again, like you were saying, it's all, all 100% connected uh, to our thoughts, what we are, what we have allowed to be uh, sewed into our heart, into our soul, and it becomes us. And, you know, the Bible says where the treasures are, uh, the you know, the heart is where the treasures are. So that's where our treasures are. That's where our intentions are coming from our heart. And when we set our intentions and, and we believe in our intentions, it's like when people come to see me, first of all, I pray for everyone. I'm, I don't know who they are. I know their name, but I pray for them. And if they are coming with the right intentions and I have the right intentions, I set up the program for healing of their body just by doing that. But if you're coming out of fear, because of what you've said or, or that type of thing, because your feelings, they get stuffed down here. It's important for us to express ourselves. And our thyroid allows us to express ourselves. But if we choke down the feelings, then actually we're going to live on that process, on that what I call program that will actually destroy us. Mm. Uh, one thing that people deal with weight loss See, the word loss is very negative to begin with because it creates programs of loss that brings back into your present, like you lost your dad, you lost your mother, you lost your keys, you lost your wife, you lost your... All this loss actually comes back, just the word loss. The body operates off that word loss. That's why I always tell people, release in a healthy way or to let go because it's based off of freedom. Mm-hmm. You can literally release weight and anything else that's actually going on. So when you are losing, it is threatening 
So this is what happens like in the case of lymphoma or, you know, I don't like the terminology in the first place, but lymph node enlargement, it's something coming at you. So it's like a bear coming at you. You've got to get bigger. So in the physical, know. when there's a bacteria virus coming at you, our, our lymphs swell. And you're saying mm-hmm. in the spiritual also, mm-hmm. when there's something coming against you, whether it be from people, parasites with people or, or anything that's like a, a danger, then it will also flare. It, but yeah. Things will get big. Because you're trying to you're trying to survive. I kind of see it as that the snake. You know yeah. how it kind of like spreads right yeah, there, and, and like trying to protect its the own. The body self. is right. always when anybody have a disease process. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. The body is trying to protect itself. Right. It's trying to heal itself, and and it may not heal like you want it to heal because it may not have the energy to heal. That's why it comes to eating right, exercising, having a good mindset. You know, maybe even doing some of the machines I'm talking yeah. about in my book. That and I love of, grounding because it builds you up. What, what you said, we got to go because we're over time. But no, the you, doctor's here. I know, but he said, oh, one of them was laughing, the other was grounding, and I have been doing grounding. It's a bit cold now that it's winter, but you can buy this grounding. It's been an things. amazing winter in Tennessee. I know, oh but yeah. summer here. Uh, since I read your book, every evening, take off my shoes. I've got that round circle of grass over there in front of my house, yeah, and I got a bench. It's my grounding <laughs> bench. I just sit there. And you, you even say you talked about nutrients in your book, but you, you, you consider the earth a nutrient for your body. Isn't that simple? It costs, doesn't cost very much. What is it about getting the, the shoes off and grounding in the earth, Dr. Lucky, before we leave? Because people need to pick up your book to really get all this, but can you elaborate on that? Well, you have electrons and electrons are negative charges. And that's when lightning strikes the earth. It produces a charge. I mean, you could go to even fertilization is the same process that takes place. There's a light up when, when the sperm meets the egg. So that everything is based off electricity. That's the beauty of everything. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Sperm we makes the egg. There's a little bit of electricity, Not a light a up, bit. a light up. Yeah. So, so Isn't when that you, amazing? so when you have electrons in the earth, you can actually, they will go up inside your body and it will clean out the toxins, go back into the earth. So it's God's cycling system to Almost get like rid a home of electric system exactly. has a return. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you live just perfectly out here mm-hmm. in the woods here. Yes. With earth, there's not a whole lot of electromagnetic stuff going mm-hmm. on here. Yeah, I mean, it's just a great place to ground. But you have to be careful about grounding mm-hmm. because <laughs> when you're grounding about electrical wires, and <laughs> mm-hmm. it's better actually not to ground in those situations. Or when people have their yards sprayed with pesticides right, and right. things that are totally unnatural in the but, first but place. But grounding's important. You know, should someone, if they've got a yard sprayed with pesticides and electric things under their grass, should they just go buy a grounding mat then? Or something I would like highly that? recommend it because yeah. you're you're thinning the blood. Yes. Number one, which is very important. You're improving oxygen. Yes. You're improving the alkaline state. You don't have to have an alkaline water machine or yeah. anything like Actually, that. you talk in your book. They'll you have know, to read it in the book. You, you're improving your alkaline state. Yeah. Alkaline you're regenerating water. your tissues. You're turning blood that's essentially ketchup into fine wine that just flows <laughs> directly through. It's a great picture. And not obstruct that's anything. That's good. So that's uh, what that's And what that's just something God about. just gave to us. Hey, here's the earth. Put your feet on it, people. My opinion is I'm a conduit. I'm a vessel. We're all supposed to be vessels. We're not supposed to be victims. We're supposed to be victors. And then we can choose to be a vessel where we're less of everything. And then God's spirit can flow into people. Their body's already designed to heal. 
It's already there. I'm not a healer. I don't have anything to do with the healing. I can't heal an ant, a roach, or a rat, or anything, actually. I don't have but, the capability to heal anything. Uh, that would give me power over someone. The power is within. That's why I wrote in this book, the miracle is within all of us to wow. heal if we just recognize I love it. it. And, and just in closing, I, I want to just clarify this because I know from where I come um, in my upbringing, um, hearing some terms like power within and Danny's, Danny's terms, he's kind of millennial, so he starts, you know, talking about, you know, one with the body, soul. I'm an old ager. Right. But it <laughs> is. That. We're clarifying here today, as Dr. Lucky so beautifully put forward, this is not new ageism. And if you're a new ager, please forgive me. I'm not trying to step on anyone's toes. But this is actually old age stuff. It is, it is, Science that's founded on the word of God by the word that came out of his powerful mouth. And, and this is new age. This, the, this kind of like has just plagiarized the real truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're not whacked out here. We're not actually starting to hang crystal, but crystals come from the Lord. I know. <laughs> exactly. I keep on trying All to the- act the hippie, um, yeah. new ager, but every time I think, well, actually, they just probably stole that. I too. know. Like yeah. energy thing, all this stuff, magnet therapy, all of it. I'm sorry. It's like grounding. No, God created it all. No, th- think right? about this. I, like I was like at the same time that I was anti what I just said, everything I was yeah. anti. I was also like, you know, I'd have hippie friends with their crystals and their scents and all this yeah. stuff. And, and I was just so like, I was Mr. Science. You know, I was like, get that junk out of my face. That is so silly. But but if you think about the old way, the ancient ways, and and maybe some of the ways people on earth used to think were not scientific and childlike or whatever but if i were walking around and i saw i mean have you ever seen like a real like ruby or a crystal or something and i saw that right and i would i would instinctively be like i want that in my house like i want to i have found something so rare and precious and what does it do and i don't even care i'm just going to put it on the mantle you know i i started to get more childlike you know, in my, in the way I walked on the earth and stopped being so like, it's time to be a practical adult, you know, and, and, and just, I'm not, I don't know if crystals have power. That's not my point. My point is, is that they're really pretty and maybe there's something to them. <laughs> there's a shadow of God's healing yeah, in the I things of the earth that come from him and he's put it in them. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's not, I love that. It's not new age. The new agers out there, you know, they're really, all they're doing, it's kind of like the, the millennials who are getting like, 1920s haircuts and yeah. drinking craft <laughs> they, brew yeah, yeah, right, and, and right, getting right. into whiskey. Yeah, yeah they're, they're actually re reviving this old authentic way. And it's like and CBD oil too. Yes, it's like yes, hemp. It's you know, it wasn't part of the healing and and honey and all these things but, that used to heal. Yeah. And now people are just rediscovering. But I do want to say, when I say old age, we're not talking about. Millions of years and the mammoths yeah. in the cave with the with the Neanderthalithic. We're not talking that old age. We're talking creation. Thank you. Yeah. But it was so interesting. Thank you so much for coming, Dr. Lucky. And you have your beautiful wife here and son in the potty cabin. Um, it's just a pleasure for us. It's an honor. I hope people check out your book because really it's it's fantastic. It is. And, and just helping, you know, change a mindset. And um, I want to end with this final question. We've got a lot of people, their husbands are doctors, you know. There's people in the medical community, many of them do good. We don't want to be this podcast that yes. like speaks badly about medi- I agree. medicine. Yep. They've saved my life, by the yeah. way. Yeah. You know, yep. 
So what you were an MD now you're a transformational doctor whatever you are called <laughs> how do you what do you say what do you say to He this? might like to clarify his name Yes <laughs> just whatever you're You know called. what I'm saying we don't want to be bashing doctors how do you deal with Like this? a shaman you're shaman right. that's fine I believe there's steps to healing the journey is different for different people Okay and people can go to medical and if if you have surgery and uh, and you break your neck or I go to doctors. Yeah. I highly agree with that. But when it comes to conventional medicine and healing the general 80% of things that's going on, the answer is not in the medical field. I've done it. It can bring about Band-Aids that mm. you can put on and, and get out of your symptom. But this, again, can be a step. To yeah, their healing. It can. I like and that. I like the Band-Aid uh, thing because some people aren't ready to hear mm-hmm. this. They're not ready to act on it. And so it can keep you alive while your heart's transforming too, right? That's right. <laughs> so so it's based off of what I've said before, which is really people have to be restored. Mm. If they're, they're, they're empty, their gas tank's empty, mm. they have to be restored. And the whole issue is when they actually are restored, then they can get to the level of transformation yeah. that what, takes place. That's what happened with Arden at a certain stage in his battle. That's my son who was battling with cancer and he's totally healed. It's so great. But um, he got to a level that even the very alternative doctors that we mm. were dealing with said, if it was my son, I'd take him to the emergency room right now because you need to get the cancer load off. You need to just hit it hard so that then his body has time to – to um heal naturally because but he got to a certain stage that it was a a desperate stage where it needs to just we need to put a quick you know something on this so that there is you we need to buy for time right and luke was sometimes god has equipped doctors with 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 many wonderful gifts to the human race but but like what you said a lot of the problems though that people go keep going to see the doctors for it's just band-aid after band-aid after band-aid and there's not real healing Right. So I'm not against medical no. doctors. I'll let you know that first off. I am a medical doctor. I've gone through that. And I am for the integrative approach, which yes. is to bring the best of the medical world and the scientific advances that they have made or we have made. Really, I haven't made any of them, <laughs> but <laughs> but the, what they have made and actually to complement that with the best that we can do from the spiritual, emotional aspect, the the health coaching aspect, because essentially I am a health coach mm. myself. That's what I do. I do pastoral medicine, which is I'm also a minister, which allows me to see things from a spiritual perspective, mm. but also a physical perspective as well to put the whole picture together and they can really truly find the root of their problem. Yes, it's exactly right because there's not just one side. There's so many sides to these conditions, and you're right. We've got to, we've got to um, just look at it all and heal it all. And so, hey, thank you so much. We're at the whoa one hour. <laughs> it might be our longest podcast ever, but people it was are going to thank us. They're yeah. going to say, "Finally, you gave us some something it's more <laughs> than a mate. Your little yeah, you were that mert. <laughs> I will see you guys here next week. Yeah, and thanks, well, thank Doctor Lucky. Thank you. Wait, well, let's, we got to mention his book one oh, more time. Oh, and your website. And his website. Where, where website. We, what kind of pros are we? Oh, we're terrible. We're not pros. That's it. <laughs> yeah, where, do you, where do people <laughs> go to find us? you, Dr. Lucky? Okay, the website is www.dodd. He's from the South. The Flow Clinic, which is T H E 
F-L-O-W-C-L-I-N-I-C dot com. The Flow Clinic the flow dot com. Clinic. I love it. That and fine wine flowing. Or in Kenton, Mississippi. And mm. that's the basis of the flow. We have to get in the flow of things. Get into the flow, people. Yeah, and the book is unleashing. Instead of what? I want to hear what he was going to say. Oh, instead, of? instead of instead of going against the flow, right. we have to go Good. with the flow. See, that was important. Well, thank you guys for oh, having me. So I am welcome. so grateful to be with you guys. Yeah, it's been a blessing. Good, for us. and we'll see all of you next week. We love you.